<laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that I fuck with Pink Panthers. Pink Panthers. I fucked with her for for a little minute. I heard the one like TikTok song, but I didn't know who yeah. she was or nothing. So I've heard her. I've heard her on that. Um, she was actually on one of Baby Keem's songs on his okay. deluxe album. On the deluxe. Yeah. Um, she was. She did a track with Willow Smith. I fuck with. So I've heard her a few times. I love her like sound. Right, right. Um. But God, I can't too. listen to this song. You can't listen to it. <laughs> no, bro. This shit is a smash, though. I ain't even gonna lie. This gonna like. I think this it's a gonna smash last to the summer and but all I feel that. Like it's in a my smash. opinion, agreed. I feel like it's a smash because of Pink Panthers, though. Obviously, it's that sound. So that's but, what I'm saying. So that's but it's why also I a wish. good dynamic because it's like they're two opposites, but I, I agree. they're rocking with each I other. Do, I do. The video's kind of cool. I feel like I've seen it's parts. It's simple, but like it's cool. Like they like they on they on the actually Canal Street fucking train station, and they getting filmed from the other side. Yeah, I seen that. And they're like chilling, piece. dancing and shit, and yeah. rapping and singing. Yeah, nah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like it's but it went kind of even more viral for that whole da 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 shit. Oh yeah. Grabbing my da 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 da. Like everybody. You, you know what she's saying? Yeah. yeah, she said grabbing my da da da. Mm. Yeah. yeah I, I only figured it out because like actually listen to the a million times of hearing it and then be like, yo, what is she saying though? Because okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. you know? that's the shit like people been clowning her for that. Yeah. But, yeah. Man, we just gonna ride this whole thing. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you don't want to yeah. turn it Welcome back to No Politics Podcast. You already know your weekly dose. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's worth talking about. We talking about it. Yes, and uh, it's our first time. Back together in a minute. In a yeah, minute. facts. You know um, what I'm saying? Back at the headquarters, as I like to call it. Call it. Facts. You know what I'm um, saying? We, we, finally, we finally got it together. Hit, hit y'all back to back weeks of word, episodes. Word, You know what I'm saying? You know, it's back baby, on a little it's baby steps. Little baby, baby steps. steps baby you know steps, what I'm saying? But it's all about creating and all that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, once we do link up, we in our bag, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Snow, Snow's happy we back together. Snow's happy. Snow just cheered. Pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> Yo, Snow. Snow's our Snow special guest. <laughs> what up? Now you want to be shy? Nah, he's shy, damn. He'll come up eventually. But, uh, yeah, man, so it is what it is. We in our zone. Yes, sir. We here to talk. Chop it up, do what we do. Lots to talk about. Hopefully, usual. entertain the people. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But uh, so we actually we linked up last night, um, and there was one thing we definitely wanted to make time for, and it was the Chris Rock special, the new stand-up facts, special facts. we got. Because you know, I was seeing bits and pieces of it. I feel like we both were. I told you, you hop up. Snow, snow, sort of. Put the mic. Chris Rock mic special too. What you thought about that? Snow. <laughs> He's like, I'm staying out of this He's like, one. no, 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 I'm that's on y'all. That All right, fuck it. Y'all want to speak bad on Will Smith? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I learned. Yeah. I'm smarter than y'all. But, uh, so, yeah, we wanted to watch the Chris Rock special because... We I, both I, didn't we both see it, so... We both didn't see it, but we, we both... We've all seen that little one clip where he's addressing the Will Smith facts, shit a little facts, bit. Facts, facts, So, we were like, all right, we definitely... You know, I wanted to make time leading up to yeah. this to to see it, and we had we hadn't. Yeah. So we were like, all right, well, now, we but together. honestly, not to cut you off, but now seeing done. seeing it 
makes me want to talk about way more shit than just the just Will, the Will Smith, Smith shit. shit. Like, yeah, yeah. automatically, I'm thinking about how fucking funny that shit was. Yeah. Like the like when he's talking about dating older woman, he's like, she, she asked this bitch asked me to fix her roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the difference yeah. between dating older women and yo, younger women. They just want a shoes. pair of shoes. Yeah. Yo, that shit was so funny. Like there was so many classic moments where yeah. it was like, yo, this is great. Like, like I even referred to uh, Dave Chappelle and how they've been on tour together. And it's like, yo, it's it was crit- it's critical for that because I love how he's kind of like highlighting what's going on in society now and like mm-hmm. real life things. He's highlighting them, he's touching on them, but then making it relatable to where he comes from, where is he, mm-hmm. where he's at, the person he is now. You know what I'm saying? Like it mm-hmm. was it was dope. I fucked with this stand up uh, special, like heavy, like that shit was so funny. Yeah, he had he had a dope segment. A dope part of it about his daughter, yep, and uh, her getting kicked out of school, and yeah. how he handled that as a father. Facts. That was dope. I don't. I don't want to like give away like punchlines in case people didn't see. You know, it. I want. The, I don't want to butcher the punchline. Yeah. So and then, I think it's only right to be like spoiler alert. Like maybe if we're mm-hmm. gonna say something, like you know, you fast forward like ten seconds. Maybe we're not gonna be mad. Um, but you know, there was certain things like. Now that you bring up his daughter, like, her getting kicked out of school, but then, like, he talked about her being a baby, and, like, you don't just teach baby things. Sometimes babies are born with their own personality a certain way. Like, his kid fucking bit people. You think other kids, I mean, and you think... Him and his wife fucking taught how to the bite people bite. and shit. Exactly. Like, so that shit was hilarious. So, so basically, too. it was the argument, <laughs> the idea that, uh, like, people are taught to be racist or sexist. You know, you're taught to hate. Yeah. And that no child is ever born just being a hateful person. And so yeah. he was kind of challenging that notion by, like, I don't know, because kids say some of the meanest, most outlandish straight up shit to your face all the time and it's (laughs) true and so the example he gave was his daughter biting people and like that's not taught like some kids just are a certain way you know (laughs) like they just have a certain disposition they come out and whatever their genetics say you know they they got a certain personality you know what i'm saying so and then spoiler alert he's he he tied it back together as adult and said that she bit Oh, her yeah, grandmother yeah, yeah, type yeah, shit as an adult type yeah, shit like yeah, awesome. so just make just the point like, up the joke. that she's just that way she yeah, bites yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was um, mad funny too but yeah nah there was some great moments in it um it, it really like i don't know like a, a legendary comedian like there's nothing like them finally coming out and you know because one thing i yeah. do love about the the like dave Chappelle, chris rock it's like, they'll go away. They're not trying to be on social media all crazy. They go away. So you don't yeah. hear how, what, what their thoughts are and their social commentary of current events as Facts. often. I get what you're saying. So you got to kind of wait for it, and it's worth it every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? To hear, like, all right, what is this brilliant mind? What does this brilliant mind think about the state of things, the state of yeah. the world right now? You know, like... I'd be anticipating hearing someone like Dave Chappelle speak on current events. Because that, it's yeah, like, for sure. Because comedians, like, yes, they're funny, but I always say uh, being funny comes with intelligence. 
comes with yeah. looking at shit from multiple perspectives and you know having wisdom and shit and putting funny spins on it or challenging things in funny ways and creative ways yeah. so like i'm always super interested to hear um from you know the greats and, and yeah the, and like and like one thing we did say too like to each other watching it was like yo that's what comedians are. And I think we've touched on it when we spoke about Dave Chappelle's last special about a year ago or something, where pretty much comedians touch. It's just a picture of snow knocked out. After he was just here four, four seconds ago. He's knocked out on the floor. I'll probably, I'll try to stitch it into the. Right? That is going to be great. He's just but, chilling. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's knocked out. He's like, you know what? That was enough. I got my, <laughs> yeah. I got my shit off my five seconds of fame. <laughs> yeah. It's nap time. Yeah. <laughs> but com- what I was saying was comedians, that's what they do. They touch on social things and what's going on now in America mm-hmm. or just globally even. some. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows how far the reach is? What, who relates to what? Mm-hmm. But it was he did talk about that shit with Ukraine and, he, he, he's, yeah. and America and Ukraine America is like, like America's worse off because we divided and shit. We divided, whereas Ukraine <laughs> is is united together, with united. Each other, yeah. And he was, he was like, if the Russians came over here right now, half of us would be like, let's hear them out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's facts. Like, there's you got to be honest. Like, there's definitely that. That's you know? the state of. What's going on socially in the world? You know what I'm saying, like the times and shit. So that's 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 great that they're the type of comedians that do that, and that's why they're considered goats. I was gonna say facts. Funny enough, speaking about the state of the thing, we was watching. um, We're not gonna really jump into it, really, but we was watching the China documentary, um, the the wrestler China Hall of Fame wrestler China um, from Degeneration X. Yeah, R.I.P. Huh. Um, we were watching that and there was, uh, there was the clips of DX in the streets with the people and we was talking about how like, look people at how. People were just like, yo, like, suck it. Yeah, yeah. But like they helped the they old helped- lady cross the street on some <laughs> funny shit and it's just like the state of the, the world. And it wasn't on Instagram, it wasn't on TikTok, no. but they had a camcorder. Thank God they actually did document, uh, mm-hmm. like document a lot of, that a lot of their, their journey and shit. Mm-hmm. But when they put that shit on it. On, on the on the on the the show, we was like, man, I was like, damn, that's peak America. <laughs> that's peak America. And we was just like, says. yo, <laughs> for real. But it felt that way. I'm, and maybe not. It depends on the age of our viewers or listeners, maybe right. Thanks. But for us, if I, I think of our uh, demographic as like our age, you know, just seeing you know, that 20s, grainy ass video 30s. camera footage, I'm like, I could put myself there in 1997, 1998. Mm-hmm. No fucking social media, no internet, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Just that vibe of being outside and fucking. I can't imagine. And if- you and you not doing it for the people on the internet. You doing it for the people out there. in real time. And people were actually people. outside and like mm-hmm. fucking aware of what and the fuck was going on. Aware of everything around yeah. them, exactly. Not on their phones. Which look, I'm not saying you know there's nothing wrong with being on your phones, but it's just it, it's a different feel. It's a different yeah. vibe. And seeing that. That brought us all back to like that's peak America. That was peak America, and, and it's funny because like <laughs> you know those was some good times. <laughs> those felt like simpler times, but like a loving time where the people was, you know, vibing with each other. Facts. You could go outside and be social, and it's and our you childhood not at too. As a weirdo. So it's like a nostalgia feel when yep. you see it. It's because like 
we won't ever we can't go back in time we only go forward yeah. shit just you Facts. know shit just continues to yeah. evolve um but that brings me to another point that Chris Rock actually mentioned when he was breaking down um the four ways to get uh the four ways Attention. to be no 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 it was it the four ways the four best ways he was saying that like the the thing that was it the thing everybody's hooked on or the thing that's most yeah, valued I right think- now I think it's like is attention. The, the biggest addiction is attention. Is, it was shit, addiction like or the thing that's most valued in today's society yeah. was attention. And then he went down the four best ways to get attention. And the first one was showing your ass. So only fan shit like that. Yeah. Or just being on social media. Show, I don't remember showing, all four. Showing ass. Number two was uh, being infamous. Infamous for doing yeah. something. Doing something. Three was... Being excellent. Being, being excellent. Being excellent at something. Serena, Serena Williams. Exactly. And then number four was? Uh, being a victim. Being a victim. And he... And that's he, the only and one I remember. That, that was the perfect one. I was relying on you for that one. I, I, I gave... See, that's how we do. Here. That's how we bounce off each other. I was sitting here like... I gave you the first three, dog. Like, the, <laughs> the least you could do is hit me with the, with the, the four. One. Yeah, so being a victim. And... um. Damn, what did he what did he use as a comparison? It was a great comparison. Uh the new saying of words hurt. Oh, he was talking about words hurt. And he's like, watch what you say. You might offend somebody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a victim. Mm-hmm. The the easiest way to grab somebody's job that you want is to, to be a victim. To wait for them to stupid. say something stupid. Like, yeah. You know but he, he gave he gave like a great example of um oh. People in the hospital, people in the emergency room. Do you remember? Maybe. Where he was comparing, he was like, but not, he's like, everyone like wants to be in the emergency room or something, but like, not everyone's really. But like, they go for like the b- most bullshit shit. Oh, he is uh, like, is where we have a society that's basically uh, an emergency room full of people with paper cuts. That's yeah. What it is. And I just thought that was like genius. Like yeah. that was some shit because it's like facts. People, you know, everyone likes to play the victim over the most minuscule shit. And you it, know, and, and it you're makes not true sense victim, too because you know? like besides that, like like back in the days, if you any older people you know, they're not really hospital people. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like the more traditional, yeah. classic. They they hate hospitals. Older that people like hate hospitals. Yeah, and it's like, it's like commentary on the evolution of society. Of like now we got hospitals full of people with paper cuts. Mm-hmm. When back then there was point. we wasn't even going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Not that that should be celebrated. Like if you got something wrong with you, sometimes you know yeah, ignoring no. an issue is a big. If you game. have to go. But you if have you to have go. an actual issue, yeah, that's the thing. Not if you have a paper cut. That's. Yeah. The difference, but I just thought that was great social commentary on that. Um, he actually he spoke about uh, women's rights and abortion and how he is pro-choice. That probably was oh, the best segment. Oh my for god! Me. Yeah, um, that shit just had us rolling, bro. He said, "I stand with y'all." He no, he was like, he was like, because <laughs> he made the point that like you know he's he's he's. Definitely paid for a ton of abortions, he said, basically, <laughs> essentially. Um, and, Verbatim. <laughs> yeah, and so eventually he was like, so so I'm pro, he was like, a part of me is pro-life because I have daughters, but like, I'm pro their lives, you know what I mean? But 
I would hate to live in a world where my daughters couldn't have full control of their body. So I'm pro-choice. And then he said, um, he kept kind of exaggerating it to the point, up until the point where he was like, I definitely feel like women should be able to kill kill, kill, kill babies. babies. <laughs> like, it, um, he was like, uh, up until they're like four, <laughs> up until like the first report card, you should be able to see. Be like, uh, uh-uh. like they ain't gonna be shit and and abort and. Uh, <laughs> Shit Let, was just we're going to the doctor. <laughs> he said we're going to the yeah, clinic. Yeah, he said he said finish it. What was it? Finish. I feel like he said like finish your apple juice. I could be making that. No, up. he said fi- finish, <laughs> finish your something a show and your apple juice though. Okay, some okay. Shit, or your apple sauce. Because <laughs> we going to the clinic. Finish your last episode of this. Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, then said, we going to the clinic. Finish the last episode of Stranger Things and your apple juice. Then we going to the clinic. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Uh, Yo so anyway, so after exaggerating on some shit like, uh, yeah, I, th- I definitely think women should kill, should be able to kill babies. <laughs> he was like, I'm on your side. Like, on some funny shit, like basically threw it all on women. Like women like to kill babies. Shit was just shit. Man, just that was rolling, hilarious. Bro. Like just towards the end, like he's like, like he got the crowd behind him. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it was a great women, crowd. Women, women. It was in Baltimore. He's like, he's like, so I definitely agree that women should be able to kill babies. Yeah. yeah. I stand with y'all. I'm on, I'm, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I just made it like, like they're the asshole. Yo, um, but that, that was, was great. Funny. But yeah, so now let's get to the meat and potatoes of facts, it. I guess facts. the thing that a lot of people wanted to tune in for. And I said he was he was strategic because he didn't, uh, you know, he made subtle references to it along the way till he got there like, at the end. Like but saying, I don't want to get another rapper upset at me. Yeah, and, like subtle, subtle little references. With the victim shit, he was like, if words hurt, yeah, these are motherfuckers that never been punched or smacked. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And 100%. That's facts. That's yeah. another just outside of the context of the Will Smith shit. That's an, another bar. Yep. But so he made the subtle references to it, but he didn't um, make it all about it. I love that he still did a full stand-up that wasn't just focused on that. Yep, about a, um, about an hour plus of just yeah, an hour and like I feel like now in ten minutes, an ten hour minutes seven or maybe, some shit, yeah, something maybe. Like around there. Uh, so when he finally got there, uh, now we can talk about this. One thing before he got there, the the one thing we initially noticed was that it resembled the apollo we thought that yeah like it was like an old school yeah yeah and then he we learned that it was baltimore yeah because he shot at them out and then you said i said damn yo what if he strategically did it in baltimore because what i originally said was that's where tupac and jada met Mm -hmm. which it is and that is and then we looked it up. Where where did they meet? They met at the Baltimore, Baltimore School of, School of Arts. Yeah. And then I just, it just clicked with me like, yo, like, what is the coincidence that it literally, the best crowd turned out to be in her hometown? Mm-hmm. And that probably stings. And, if, and Baltimore know, is Jada Pickett-Smith's hometown. Mm-hmm. Maybe I might have been reaching with the Pac shit, but... 
with the connection. We know how everybody always connects everything between Will, yeah. Jada, and Pac. And that was something we hadn't seen, though, on the internet. We hadn't seen well, anyone exactly. mention it. That was straight from you. Um, and also, funny enough, is he never straight directly says that or anything. But he was talking about something else, and he actually says, like... Whenever I come to a, a place, the first thing I do is, is study them and do research. I do my homework I do my about homework. the place. Yep. And what he was actually talking about in that little part was he was talking about how like dangerous Your places. Your surroundings, knowing yeah. whether you're in a good neighborhood or a bad neighborhood. How to know exactly, shit. which was yeah. another great fucking piece. But <laughs> all right, So let's get to the Will Smith shit. Yeah, so pretty much he just said like, you know... How did he start it off? Did, he said... Did he start it off with, like, basically saying, like, uh, talking about the cheating? He started it off with talking about the cheating, yeah. Basically, it was like, you know, no, no like, another thing where he was saying about playing so. the victim because he was saying, basically, uh, how your wife cheats on you, you put it out there in the, me- like in the media. I never spoke on it. I never fucking... Did anything. I'm not the media, you know. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, like, you decide to broadcast that shit and do fucking Oprah. I, like, he was like, because we all know what happened to me and you won't see me going to Gail, oh, Oprah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? But when things happen to other people, they want to do press runs and shit like that and kind of mm-hmm. just started taking digs at him. It was like, at the end of the day, your, your wife fucked your son's fucking friend. best friend yeah. and shit like, and just, right? Yeah, so. Span on it. So he was going in though. So yeah, so he after kind of, you know, laying the the foundation of after being funny, to, he yeah. decided to uh, just make a statement. Yeah. <laughs> so so he he goes right into it and and he calls it which is the name of the special. He says what Will was displaying was selective outrage, which I love that title, I love that title. Okay, I don't know if that's good for him. Um, I love that title because it perfectly sums up the Will Smith situation, but it also perfectly sums up the state of society. What? I don't know. I feel like he wants to jump. No, he's not gonna jump. He he maybe wants to get on the table. Yeah, I think so. I think he wants to lay, lay over there in, the in his, in his yeah, spot. Yeah, needs a little space. Yeah, there he goes. There he well, goes. Just want to stretch go. for y'all. Yeah. All right, nap time. Ass. Back the to the best nap. way to get attention. Show some <laughs> ass. Um, so utilizing part yeah. <laughs> number two strategy. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, number, number one. one. <laughs> Snowshoes for the top. Um, so. So yeah, so selective outrage, which sums up the Will Smith scenario, as well as the state of society right now. Selective Facts. outrage over everything. They decide uh, that that's how he started it, I believe. He started it with uh, selective outrage about how did he? He said someone did something. He he had two scenarios of two people doing different. Uh, like the same thing, but one got uh, attention while the other didn't. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember which. But essentially, so what does he say about the Will Smith scenario? Basically, what you saw in the clip, as if you didn't see the clip, it's basically that... His wife pushed him to be 
angry, upset. Mm-hmm. She put him in this position. No one did this to him. All the fucking hip hop media disrespected him. Spoke on their business. That's how he started it. He spoke was like on his wife. The different people that the different but media when, um, that spoke on it and, and, and called him a bitch. But for some reason. When it comes to Chris Rock, when he was going to host the Oscars and Will wasn't uh, nominated, Jada wanted him to not make money and and not host the fucking Oscars. Mm -hmm. When this guy has done nothing but support Will, you're going to now test his support by saying, don't take this opportunity, which is a life-changing opportunity for someone like him. Look at a lot of things also that were rooted in this stand-up was his love for his kids. So if he loves his kids so much, why would he pass up that opportunity to put food in his fridge for his kids? And you know what I'm saying? Like, I know he's rich, but mm. so what? Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? So he was like basically saying that you picked a fight with the one person you knew you could be. Yeah. And that's selective outrage. And yeah. that's some bitch shit. Yeah. Facts. And I was... I His was, words, not mine, Will. <laughs> I, I did love that he, you know, he explained really passionately that he's always loved Will and that he rooted for Will. He's seen him open up for Run DMC. Mm-hmm. Shit like, like that. And if you know Chris Rock, you know he comes from Brooklyn. Like, he's passionate about this culture, hip-hop, comedy, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. where we come from. So mm-hmm. it's like, to, he's obviously going to root for Will Smith and love Will Smith. As so for, we all As we all do. do. Yeah. You know, so for Will to, like, flip on him, he just, that shit hurt him. That shit really did hurt yeah. him. Yeah. But he turned it into a positive. Look at it. Look at the, and you got to expect that. Like, what can Will, like, get upset about? Because, bro, it's been a year. This man didn't go out. And in, in, in media, like he said, on do interviews, be a victim. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, he took a year, worked at his craft, and now he's saying what it was and his side of it, his, yeah, and t- his, tying his, his that experience. in, tie, tying his experience into like what's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. Everything he felt from that situation, he broke it down into sections and made it into his special. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It was, it, was, it was really well done. If you Fucking haven't seen it, one of the goats. definitely go see it. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, this is not an ad, mm-hmm. but I wish it was. But, but that's that on facts. that, right? Netflix, we have anything else Cut the that? check. Nah. Um, oh, going out when it ended and he threw the mic down and then uh, they went into the part of watch the Oh, throw. if you're wondering why he... To end it, the very last thing he says is uh, why he didn't react, why he didn't swing or hit back in that moment. Um, is because uh, he grew up with parents. He grew up with parents, and his parents taught him never to fight in front of white people. And then <laughs> he slams the mic. Down. That was the whole. That was the punchline. The joke after just him like making his statement. Yeah. That then top like the cherry on top to be a punch like it yeah. was great. And then they play you won now watching the throne. Don't yeah, let me yeah, in my zone. zone. Like, Which I thought that. was dope. And he had uh he posted pictures with he posted pictures with like all the greats. Yeah. Jamie Foxx, Dave Chappelle, uh Kevin Hart, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Um he had a he had a, a joke about Steph and Draymond in there. He posted a picture with them. He posted a picture with them, um, yeah. But fuck. one thing I took from that And I don't know if you noticed, he was wearing a chain. He was wearing all white. Yeah. With white boots with black bottoms and then his chain. 
is actually the symbol, Prince's symbol, mm. which is another goat and another person that inspired a lot of people in, in our culture. You know what right. I'm saying? Especially from his era. Yeah. And that was the only thing that was in color. It was purple diamonds. Especially from his era. It's funny because if you remember that old Everybody Hates Chris episode where he's talking about androgyny and how it was the hottest shit. Nah, like, I, you never seen that episode? I probably did, but I don't, you know. Oh, man, that's a great episode. It was about Prince? It's, it's, I believe, I don't think it's about Prince, but it's about, like, basically the fact that Prince was inspiring this era, be, mm. you know, of androgyny and shit. Nice. See? You see what's that? I peeped that, and it was in Purple Diamonds. Like, he killed yeah, it. Yeah, that yeah, was fire. Yeah. Um, one thing I was going to say is about the pictures, you know, he's, I think he's strategic, but, you know, I do, one thing I took from the pictures and shit was just that. He had a lot of support and love from, yeah. like, you know, the greats. And the- and to tie that into the Prince thing, another thing that crossed my mind was that, yo, you know, I like that statement. I didn't even say it to you last night. I didn't even, like, uh, what's that called? Like, like speak on it or touch on it or anything. Like, But everyone, like, people be arguing who's the GOAT, who's this, who's that, right? Comedy-wise and anything. Mm-hmm. Music-wise, if you're going to argue who's the GOAT, people like to argue Mike, Michael Jackson, James Brown, Prince. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like his statement was like, y'all could argue about who's the Michael Jackson of this shit. I'm the Prince of this shit. Because the mm. ones who argue about GOATs that be on the Prince shit are the people that are like inspired and know musically how talented he was, playing mm. instruments, things like that. How he changed the industry, went and fought against fucking the industry standards and shit like that. And it was kind of like a statement to me of saying like, I'm the Prince of this fucking comedy shit. And you could say in a way, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So that, I, that, I acts- that was... That actually reminds me of, you mentioned Michael Jackson, actually reminds me of the, the example Kelly. he gave of selective <laughs> outrage. That was the example that I was, was looking that for. That was the one, it too. Was, yeah. He was saying that, you know, there's it's selective outrage. Like people people still play Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson, but won't, won't play, play no R. Yeah. Kelly. <laughs> and, that, uh, and, and that it got nothing to do with what they did. He was like, same crime, but one of them makes better, better music. <laughs> so, you know, selective outrage, very real thing, man. I, I thought just those two words, you know, I hadn't heard it. I hadn't Facts. heard anyone say that. Facts. You know, but those, that very accurately sums up the state of the state of things, you know. I know yeah. we live in this era where it's like people are quick to be like, yo, classic, classic. But like some of the things you got to check off with classic stuff is is like there's a, a certain list. And I feel like this stand-up checked off a lot of things. And one of those things is even titles. Mm. Titles stick out to you. It's like everyone knows Eddie Murphy, Raw. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... People know Kevin Hart. I forgot, but laugh at my pain or laugh at me, whatever the shit. Laugh at my pain. Laugh at my pain. That's a classic. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and I feel like uh, selective outrage is one of those titles that mm. st- like stick out like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I was trying. That was the point I was trying to make. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was gonna say, did you want to speak on? Because we we had a little, very small conversation about it prior when we were talking about um, 
you know, because people wonder, like, how you didn't hit him back in that moment? And his explanation is, I was, you know, I was raised, I had parents, and they yeah. told me never to fight in front of white people, right? So you buy that as an excuse? Is that, like, you know, you think... For me, I personally feel like I understand it. Maybe everything kind of... You know when you're in the heat of a moment, it's like you could think back, and it, it was probably, like, happened so fast. Excuse me. It probably happened so fast, but... To you, it's like I could, I felt every second of it. Mm-hmm. It like it was slow, okay. even though it was so fast. Yeah. So probably within the moment, everything was happening so fast, but so slow that he really thought about his actions and the stage he was on and mm-hmm. what would happen if they both ended up. What if they both ended up trying to fight each other and he went crazy or some shit? And he was just like, like you know, what I'm saying, trying to pop off or or something. Like then what? He, they're both in the wrong, and they both lose sponsorships, opportunities. Horror, horrible you know look. what I'm saying? You know, so, then. So you I know, do for the for the historical cultural uh, aspects of it. Now it's like oh, the, two the big white two black people place the big, Oscar. Yeah. These two, them they go at it. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, nice. Good shit. Good right? shit. Yeah, shit didn't even touch. I the, look like I ain't even look at it. <laughs> I didn't. Bro, so what the fuck was I saying? Uh, fighting at the big white. So event. <laughs> I could, I do buy. Which tonight I is do, the Oscars. It is wild. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure. Well, but, I remember he says he's like about a week to the day. It's oh, been about a, a year and a week to the day. Nice. So, and then nice. I found out earlier today that tonight's actually the Oscars. Wow. So I do buy the fact that he probably did think about it, and that's why he did it. Because, like you said, we were talking about, it, and I was like, yo, I feel like my natural reaction. Even if Will Smith could beat my ass, if someone goes to smack at me and say it is Will Smith, I feel like as soon as the smack lands, my reaction is to swing right, back. Yeah. But Aaron beats people up, so that's not... <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that, but, you know, like, shit happens, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but don't try me, you know what I'm saying? I'm a man at the end of the day, you know what I'm mean? saying? But, uh, but that's what I'm saying, like, the natural Yeah, I was going to say, naturally, so. I feel like you at least posture up you at least kind of maybe you know but he but if you really go back and you watch that clip what i was explaining was he seems like even after he gets slapped that he's uncertain of like how real this is of like (laughs) like 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 he doesn't even really believe that you think he he thought he was getting threatened i think he thought he was not like fucked with like, yeah, or like, like like the Oscars were pulling a joke on him. Yeah, and he wasn't sure where he still he looked on. like he didn't know where it was going. Even after he got smacked, <laughs> he's like, he still you, looked like what like, was happening. You serious, GI Jane, because of GI Jane or some shit. Right? But he no, but he says that on. after Will starts cursing. After Will starts, cursing and that's the back. point like, I made my originally. Wife's name out your mouth. After that's the point I made originally was. Up until then, up until he was more Will, like, whoa, whoa. he seemed like whoa. he thought it was like whoa. playful, like, like it was whoa. supposed to be playful, and maybe Will overdid it. Even on the walk up, even on the walk up, as Will was walking up to him, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, like he was like uh-huh, Richard, like he like was he about to call him gonna, by his his, his the the movie, movie he was name. there for, yeah, the King like, Richard, and yeah. like oh, like. Maybe he thought Will was going to be like, ah. Yeah, I thought he was going to put him in a headlock or fuck with him. Like, ah, you you better relax. Like, you know, like you said. Silly Will. Yeah, like just, you know, that thing was about to make a moment. Yeah. (laughs) Walked off. And that's a a thing I tell you, too. Like, he 
fucking popped his collars after and cleaned himself up and walked away. Mm. Even if I didn't posture up to fight back or swing. Once he turns around, like, I think the 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 ego in me or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the testosterone in me would be like, go fucking pop on him while his back's turned. Like, yeah. attack, attack. Yeah. Like, you know, like. A lot of people would, which. I give a lot. Of, I give a lot of credit to Chris Rock for that. You know what I mean. You could see it two different ways. You could be like, "That's some bitch shit." Why wouldn't he do anything back? But I, I was, just think that moment it wasn't clear to him. He didn't feel threatened when Will was walking up to him. He didn't yeah. feel like I'm about to fight this dude. This dude's about to do something to me. He thought it was a joke. He he clearly it looked like he thought something funny yeah. was about to happen. They were gonna make a moment. It was gonna be improvised. He was he looked like he was ready, he was ready to, ready play to off improvise. Will. Yeah, he looked like he was ready to facts, play off what Will facts. did. Whatever joke Will was coming with, he was about to find a way to play off. I believe of it. so too. That's, that's, that's how, how he looked. looked. So, uh, in terms of him not doing anything back, that's the way I always saw it. He his reasoning yeah. is. Parents taught him never to fight in front of white people. Which, and, uh, that's a good spin to it. You know, but, but he still, did the, the I, right I do thing. Respect, I think he still made the right decision. And it's not like... It's the hard decision. It's not like right Chris way. Rock is the guy, though, anyway. Like, even with me saying what I'm saying, like, I fucking would never really pinpoint him as the fucking fighting tough guy mm. in any industry. And he said that, too. He was like... Will Smith played fucking Muhammad Ali. I played fucking Pookie. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, I don't, I don't take it no type of way. Like, I would never like say this was actually like a tough guy. Like, and I remember, remember that was one of the conversations we had. Like, if that was The Rock, would he do that? Mm-hmm. No, he probably wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But if he did, I would expect maybe I would expect The Rock to pop back. Yeah, and one thing we mentioned before this is he popped on Chris Rock. He ain't pop on August Alcina, like which is crazy. Like that's the that's the main one, right? If you gonna pop on someone, exactly. So so selective outrage pinpoints it like that is it right on the money. So yeah, classic, saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I believe that's it for that. Facts, uh, the facts. next thing we definitely that's been definitely heavy on not heavy on the mind but heavy in the news. It's, What's that? John Morant. John Morant. John Morant. Sports. John Morant. So not even it's, it's not even sports just, at this point. It's 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 another he's another uh, name, famous person. He got a rat like he got clout. He's on a come up. He's someone that we all looked at, if especially if you're a sports fan, as someone with potential to be great. You know, shameless plug, no politics, sports. We had did one time a uh, uh, future top five, like in uh, each position. Future, yeah, future, like the like. What's your lineup of the future? Like, yeah, the all star team of the decade type type of shit. the next decade of the two thousand twenties. Who would be the? And the it was five early, guys. and I had Ja in his rookie years. I had Jokic. Nice before the back to back MVP. True, you right, you right. Yeah. I had AD the over him. Three. Now AD definitely oh, ain't making man. it over Jokic. That's a bad pick. I know. <laughs> uh, I gotta revisit that. We gotta revisit that. Uh just to see what's up. But Ja was one of my guys, and ja I do believe up, yeah. he still is talented enough that he could be a polarizing figure in this shit. But he's trying to be a polarizing figure in the wrong way. Like, like it's funny because I feel like somewhere along the line the 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 way, I might have compared his image and his like non like back down 
style to Allen Iverson. Right, I knew he was gonna say AI. Yeah. But I always it, thought of him very AI Russell Westbrook type vibe. You feel me? And I feel uh, like I've always got that. It's just this generation isn't they just the same. Like even if people talk shit about AI, AI was mature enough to know not to do shit like that. AI could have been a gangster. We all think he was gangster. He changed the game. He was the one bringing tattoos, jewelry, all that to to the to the spotlight. And people fucking villainized him for just that, wearing jewelry and baggy mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. So, but AI knew that. So he never jeopardized none of his shit by going to that level of pulling guns out or pretending he's going to pull a gun out of someone or threatening another team. You know what I'm saying? Now, the thing is, it is a different time, a different generation. There was no fucking IG lives or TikToks, maybe a couple drinks of alcohol, and mistakes happen. You know what I'm saying? People are young. They're feeling themselves. It's it's the generation of attention-seeking where... People are dry snitching on themselves. In 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 effort to get attention, you telling on yourself. That's yeah. essentially that's, that's what's going on yeah. so much. This is how people are getting caught up a lot right now. Is yep. you can't help but to want attention for something that you put the wrong things in front of everyone's face. Mm. And then you can't be shocked when it comes back on you. And I feel like more so in, in the in the situation that he's in the hot water in now with the whole strip club thing. For anybody that doesn't know, he was at a strip club. He went, should we should we start it from the beginning with it? I feel like yeah, why not? Just to just in case people don't know, just we could kind of summarize it because. It's been started, but like now it's at a peak point where it's like yes. more than just what's going on in the league or in basketball exactly. or beefing with another team because yeah. you're competing against them. Yeah. Like, so, so how, like, let, for the people that don't know, how did it start in the league? Okay. In the league, it started mostly with uh, him and the Grizzlies, the team he's on. Uh, they, they, they trash talk, you know, they, they, they trash talk. They even last year in the playoffs, they they was grittying on other teams' court type vibes. Yeah, like, uh, they you were know, feeling themselves. But they're, they're, young, young. they're coming they're up. They're a young team. They're, they're making a splash. Mm-hmm. They're Fast. talented. They're we talented. don't. We're not they're gonna good. knock their talent. Yeah, they're good. So it was like, all right, and people love Ja. You know, I remember constantly seeing Ja with his daughter. Uh, it was yeah. He, he didn't have. There was nothing unclean about his image you know yeah. what i mean uh, he was just a happy kid happy, a happy to be there kid dunking on people fierce on the court you know and and that's how it started and then you know they they began to feel themselves this started, year they started, they, started the year. they were like number one number two seed all year they started the year uh i believe beating the warriors right and they was trash talking the Warriors. Mm. Remember, that's where the Clay picture going like this comes in. And Clay right? told them, "I got holding four. up the four rings." They haven't won anything yet. They haven't won a chip, even though they're clearly on the rise. Yeah. And so it started there. Then I believe kind of the next part of the saga was T. Morant, Ja's father. No, um, but it might have been. It might have been simultaneous with the interview where they asked him about the West, and he said, "We're we're not worried about." It was the about simultaneous. It was about simultaneous. Yeah. So so then the next 
meme-ish kind of thing was he was in an interview. They asked him how he, what team did he have to worry about? And he said the Boston Celtics. Because he ain't worried about the West. And he's like, not any team in the West. We good. He was like, the Boston, he was like we good in the West. Yeah. So that. That you know, uh, simultaneously with his with his dad being out on the, on the court, beefing with other fucking fans. Shannon and Sharp. Players, Shannon Sharp. Mm-hmm. So, Popping shit from the sideline. Basically, that's escalated to a reputation of like, oh shit, like his dad be popping off. The team kind of backs up his dad. Yeah. So Jai's feeling like like the king around this bitch. Mm-hmm. He's the main guy. Nobody's in. The, they're gonna protect his pops. They're gonna protect anyone that's rocking with him. And he wants to smoke. He's not backing down. But that shit just started getting to his fucking head. Yeah. So. So then from there. Where does it go? Was that the last? Shannon Sharp and his pops almost got into it. Yes. Shannon Sharp said his pops didn't want oh, none of that smoke. No one on the team wanted that smoke. So then he says, like, Shannon Sharp says, like, giant, like, he's not like that. He's not. Yeah. Like, so stop, then, stop acting like a thug. Yeah, type so then Ja kind of started, like, I don't know if he took that in the type of way. Maybe he did, but he started, like, Responding to people saying shit like that, and he even said on Twitter like, "Oh, bullets, feel these. You gonna feel I these feel like slugs? That was old. You gonna yeah, feel yeah. these slugs or some shit?" He these- said, "He said, um, it's gonna- free to know what hollows feel like or some shit." Yo, like but I feel like that was old. I feel that, like that was, was old, old too, too. But damn, that that was another thing. Red flag. <laughs> but yeah, red flag that we missed. So following uh, that's like you trying to test my gangster. He got into a chippy ass game. I think it was the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And you know we all know the Pacers, another young team in the East that they're not, they're not top team, but mm-hmm. they're they're tough, like you said. You know what I'm saying? They got Halliburton, they got Buddy Hill, you know they got Miles Turner. Anyway, they gave him a good game. I don't know if they won or lost. I don't remember. But at the end of the game, him and his boys were in a car, and rumor is, reports are that there was oh, a, off, like the team off the bus or something. Uh, the or team something bus lasers were pointed at the team bus at the, at the from faces, a car from that John ja Morant yeah. was in. They don't know if it was guns with laser beams Which, or probably not. or what. Yeah, but so that was a red flag. That's when the league now started buzzing. Like, yo, what is this yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Serious? Is he? You know what I'm saying? Like, what type of shit is this? Some of us. I know me, maybe you. I didn't feel like I was like that's probably not what it is. Like, yeah, he, I didn't think he's it was not playing guns. around with no guns. Yeah, like, I didn't he's think not that stupid. It was that I thought it was like some dumb shit. Someone you know does little to scare point you. Laser little to point scare the laser you. to scare you. Yeah, yeah, we go. Some some south shit. He probably hanging out with some dudes from him. Like we gonna scare they bitch ass. Blah 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 blah. Like you know what I'm saying? Joking around. Cool. What happens a couple weeks later? What we, what I'm what we what I was talking about earlier? Yeah, but there had prior to there, you know, there was the off the you not a thug shit. There was the meme, very popular meme, oh, where they yeah. doing they, they have the eight mile joint. Clarence, uh, Clarence went to school and he had two parents. Yeah. Like he went to private school and he got two parents yeah, yeah, yeah. and. And they start showing him pictures of him growing up with his mom and dad yeah. wearing fucking moccasins and toms and yeah, polos. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so they're like, so, this so guy's a fake thug. And now people are trying that. to, like, like point uh, point the finger at him like, you don't come from, you're not built like that. You're not from the mud. Like, you're trying to be gangster, but you're not. And and the main joke is, like, 
he the first player to make it out the NBA and get want to go back to the, the hood. hood. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, the main joke if you haven't heard it. Um, and it was going on for a while and it started getting played out. And yeah. then what does John Morant do? Well, even before that, I was going to say there was the report of him getting into a fight with the young 17-year-old kid. I feel like that came out after. That was, a, that was no, that was an it old happened. report. It was old, but it came. No, it, no, it didn't come up. It had come up again. Oh. During the whole eight mile meme shit. Mm. And then. Where he fought, uh, he, supposedly him and his boys either fought or threatened to beat up like, a 17 year old Foot Locker employee. I he fought with him. Who. No, no, that's another story. I'm talking about the one where he fights the 17 year old. Oh, you're talking at about the, the basketball. one where his mother is at Foot Locker. His, yeah, he fights. See? But you yeah. see what I'm so saying? So now all these stories start coming up because of the thing he did, which was. He was at a strip club or a nightclub, and he was waving a gun on, on Instagram IG Live. Live. So, uh, there's, there's just no... As, if it's a real gun, you know, because some people are like, oh, that's a lighter, you know, whatever. It, was, it wasn't a big gun either, yeah. so it was kind of funny, like... Yeah. yeah if yeah. it's a real gun, he's stupid as hell for putting it on IG Live, because why? You're in the NBA, you got a job, like... How old is John Morant? 21, 22? Gotta be like 22. But I could check. I could, I could see a 22-year-old just with a lot of money, because we all know he got a lot of money, in a strip club. 23. He got his shirt off. So you, all the elements in there, he is feeling himself right yeah. now. Yeah. And this was before we got even more details that we recently got in the past couple of days. But... Me, all the clues were there when I saw that video. Like, he's feeling himself right now. He probably don't even realize what he's doing because he's mm -hmm. just feel like, feeling like the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If if a dude's in the strip club with his shirt off, he he feeling like the man. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. He's just not making nothing easy. He's not making himself. any good decisions, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was my initial thought. I, I also laughed at it. Like, why would he be this dumb? But at the same time, I was like kind of feeling bad. Like, damn, bro. Yeah, you That's fucking, some, you fucking don't up right fuck now. Fuck up, man! You can, stop, stop. Yeah, you, you, you. You have the talent to be so one of quickly. The greats. If you stay focused, have a fucking man. He came out long the gate. Career. He came out the gate this season like a potential MVP candidate. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was having huge games to start the year, yeah. and it's like that quickly. It's kind of. You go from the away. hero to the villain, but that was the thing. Like we, everybody loved him to the point where he probably felt un, untouchable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do need to get humble. I think Chris Rock said something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, talking about his daughter. His daughter. Yeah. So, I just feel like he's making a ton of bad decisions. He's lacking guidance right now. Um, I do also want to say I dislike how all these older stories are coming to surface. You know, we briefly spoke about this in the group chat because I just feel like the older stories being brought to the surface are simply being brought up to... With an agenda to bury him. To continue to smear. smear it's like him. a smear campaign. Yeah. Uh, I'm all for, you know, the truth coming to light, you know what I mean? But this... The 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 purpose of it is not even to to help the the victims of this. Like like someone Nick actually made the point to me on the side outside of the group chat 
about uh, sexual assault and like something like the Me Too movement. Yeah. You know, you bring up the old stories and, you know, the stories matter. You know what I mean? And and it makes it so that you're, you know, it, it bringing up the past, it's the truth. Yeah. So it coming to the surface, there's no problem with that. And I agree, I think, but I think in this case of sexual assault, it's very different because the point is that you want justice for people who have been sexually assaulted. And you expose someone if they haven't uh, been exactly, if they have incriminated for it so exactly. that other people could be aware and not fall exactly. victim to this person. So it's beneficial to those who have been assaulted. Yeah. It's beneficial to those who are in connection with the assaulter. So other people could speak up. So on that it. other people could speak up. So that it doesn't happen to other people. It's it's important for all of those reasons. You're not just doing it to cancel the sexual assaulter. Yeah. You're doing it to bring justice to the people who have been assaulted. But, that is okay to me. That is a that is the purpose of it. But with Ja, it's but with Ja, you're not. You're just doing it to continue to pile onto the narrative. To you see a man down in the dirt, and now I want to bury you. And just because, and it just feels really media, you know, and the media today. Yeah, it's very they're jumping on everything, bro. You see it on everything. And I'm happy we looked up his age. Just be, he's 23, Bruh. Most of these 20 people that are 23 years old that are talking, most of the people that are talking about him that when they were 23, mm-hmm. weren't even nearly in the position he was in. To be as responsible as you want him to be, mm-hmm. you feel me? Twenty three is young. You man. had to continue to grow to get that maturity and mm-hmm. experience life, and maybe other ways and make bad decisions. And make to learn bad decisions, them. not in the spotlight. Yeah. Exactly. Now people don't get the opportunity to make bad decisions and learn from them. So just because he had a bad stretch of a couple of months, now you want to fucking try to destroy him? Like there's no opportunity for him to grow and get better from this and never make these mistakes again. Yeah. That's that he definitely has it's, all it's, the it's time. Hardly fair. That's, yeah, that's not fair. That's not yeah. fair. And I agree with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Don't get me wrong. I'm fucking watching along and fucking following the gossip like everybody else because it's out. It's entertaining in a way when you mm. when it's like media shit. But the entertainment to me is like the new shit that got leaked, where they show the vid like a. Uh, uh, screenshot of the video and it's just him with the one stripper and like bro there's literally rumor is he threw a hundred K yeah and money and bro the whole floor you can't even see the floor you can't see the floor there's fucking money everywhere and it's just and him it's alone just him alone with his shirt off with a stripper with a strip on, on him like bro that's entertaining I mean I don't know how I don't like to me. I'm I mean, like, I, yeah. I, see, I see the the it play, It's it's entertaining because it plays into my narrative. Like he was feeling he himself. Was zone, he was bro. that dude that night. You he couldn't tell him zone. nothing. He had a hundred k on the floor and the one shorty he was in love with, and that's it. That's all that mattered. Yeah. Now another <laughs> point that was actually brought up in the group chat was. Uh, like, yo, what kind of strip club? Like, how you leak that pick? And that's another thing. But that's another thing that goes to the point of now is it? But I don't think the strip club to... leaked it. Okay. If the police are investigating something and the NBA is investigating something, that strip club has to give the footage to the okay, to the I authorities. I get what you're saying. Once it's in authorities' hands, they're the ones that are gonna leak, bro. The, 
the people in power are the one trying to smear this kid. Mm. It's not us. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like but, we add to it. Our commentary doesn't help sometimes when we're on, especially for the people that are on the negative side and do dislike him. Mm-hmm. Adds and helps and the don't, smearing. And don't actually have nuanced conversations. Yeah, about it yeah, like they help, are. but. Yeah. The original smearing and trying to put this kid down and, and fuck up his reputation, oh, it's going to come from the top. This kid got power. Okay. And, and money, agreed, right? You know? But none of that shit carries if nobody gives a fuck about it. And that's the thing. I Everyone agree. jumps on it and continues to, you know, yeah. double, triple down, quadruple down. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, made, I made the reference of uh, the UFOs. There was like a hot ass three-day span of nothing but UFOs and... We just didn't care. As the pu- the public just did not care. The public did not give it energy. A lot of it was just. Cause we know f- what y'all doing. Y'all on bullshit. Y'all faking this shit. Because like, the Fed said somebody put a gun in John Moran's hand <laughs> ASAP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we and gotta we gotta change what America's interested in right now. Yeah, because they don't give a fuck about this right now. Yeah. And but that shit died, and then you stopped hearing about it. Why? Because like it just didn't take. Nobody was talking about it as much as they probably figured people would talk about it. We, it, it became like a, okay, another I one. I feel like it's because cool. we've been mentally preparing ourselves for UFOs for, for, for the last like fucking 15 years. Like for eventually watch for, when they start talking about UFOs that now that they find like, yeah, so there are UFOs. And we just joke about just it. Like, yeah, so. Duh. So. We've yeah. been told y'all that. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, but, but because of that energy from the public, they stopped. Yeah. It just, you stopped hearing about it. It's not just they stopped seeing UFOs. It's you stopped hearing about it. It stopped being a topic yeah. on these platforms, on these major platforms. It wasn't trending anymore. Yeah. It's, it's up to other people, not just the higher ups, the higher powers. It's up to the people that run social media pages yeah. not to you give think, in and feed into this You think shit. if someone as polarizing as... Allen Iverson was coming up in our era now, he would have trouble, like, he would end up in maybe potentially a situation like John Morant. Oh, yeah, 100%. Think so? 100%. They would have, they would have tried to get him. I heard stories on other, like, podcasts and shit where people, rappers and shit, have talked about Allen Iverson being in Philly, in the hood, in the club, dolo. Or with a couple people with all his jewelry on. Mm. And Philly just respecting him, loving him, because mm. he was that dude. And only Allen Iverson could do shit like that. Like, imagine if he, there was social media and shit, and people were putting out there like, yo, Allen Iverson in the club by himself. Look at all the jewelry, blah, blah, blah. The fucking first takes and all that undisputed and shit, that would have been hot. News to yeah. talk about. What are you doing outside? You got to protect yourself, and you know what I'm you saying. Have you have Why a career. You not we, on ball? we, you get to the NBA to get away from this stuff. You know, imagine, imagine. But yo, AI was doing it. You know what I'm saying? We fucking love AI. This kid's young. Give yeah. him an opportunity to continue to grow. I hope he don't make these mistakes again, and he just continues to strive to be great. Mm-hmm. As long as he learns from him, man. But everybody should have that opportunity. They shouldn't be buried before they get a chance to rebuild. So, uh, just to tie it all up, I guess I was going to say it's funny because I I read someone mention like James Harden goes to the strip club, nothing. (laughs) John Moran goes to the strip club, pictures leak is a big thing. Mm, Um, That's a good point. Selective outrage. Lou will go to the strip club, 
It's nothing. He got I, that was wings. who I was going to mention. That's who made me think of the James Harden thing. He got wings. He got wings and it's over. He, he left the bubble. We all know what's going on. <laughs> but we like, fuck it. Lou will to God. Like, that's what I mean. He wanted like, wings. We yeah, believe him. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. But then that brought me James Harden saying shit. Nobody say nothing. Now this John Moran shit is selective outrage. And that's a big issue. And that's, you know. To be fair, though. James Harden goes to the strip club with billionaires like Ruben, Michael, Michael, Michael Ruben. Ruben. Yeah. My bad, but, Michael Ruben and shit. Okay, J- Michael James Ruben. Harden don't go to the strip club without Michael Ruben. You think? Like, I of feel like he, he don't. Does. <laughs> Bro, he do be moving with Michael Ruben. Michael a lot. Ruben and little baby. Yeah, that's they, it. They, they tied in. They locked in. <laughs> Anytime they in the strip club, yeah, that's exactly. who he's with. <laughs> Always. But nah, like it's it's definitely a, a, a issue of selective outrage. I totally believe that. So. Facts. Yeah, so. But yo, you know what? I know we had something else to talk about. I forgot what it was, though. But I kind of thought about um, Kyrie Irving, since we're talking about John Moran, John Moran and selective people, outrage. selective outrage. And Kyrie Irving was talking about, I don't give a fuck about FanDuel. Don't fucking oh, heckle yeah, yeah. me. And I fucking agree. Shout yeah. out to fucking yeah, Kyrie. Um, like, that was important. I felt like. A lot of people, when I first heard, like, oh, Kyrie came out talking about FanDuel, I'm like, damn, now somebody, people are going to fucking start coming out for this. But he had a fucking point. Like, I, I knew you felt strongly about it because I had spoken to you earlier in the day about it. We were speaking in the group chat, not me and you, but I guess you briefly saw it and you were like, oh, what's Kyrie talking about? Yeah. Right? Whatever. We didn't really touch on it past that. And then, and then you- later in the day, you hit me up mad out of nowhere. I agree with Kyrie, exclamation point, in the DM. And I'm just like, uh, this, he felt strongly about this. No, because you know? when you listen get okay. from his perspective, go ahead. When you listen from his perspective, you can hear me. He, he can hear me. He right over there. But uh, it's like, bro, that shit is so lame. If you're gambling, know that you're fucking gambling. You're literally gambling on humans who are doing their job and playing a fucking game, and a fucking sport. Too, they like, want to win, but they don't know everybody's fucking parlays line, and yeah. legs and, and, and the over-under Listen, that you need him to fucking hit. The same night that he hits that he hits the oh, that he doesn't hit the over for y'all is the same night he hits the under for a bunch of other people. So shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like it's, and that's basically it's, what his point was like, bro, don't come to the game gambling and then try to fucking talk shit to me and throw me off my game. How am I supposed yeah. to do anything to fucking score for if you want me to score? And you're fucking yeah. over here talking about you fucking hate me. You hope I die because I don't got fucking 20 points or 10 fucking assists. Yeah, and originally you made the point that, yeah, but gambling's been a thing because he kind of blamed it on FanDuel. And I, was it you that made the point? Yeah, like, I made that point when you was, I was like, what when happened? When we first like, initially spoke, spoke about on, it. on FanDuel and gambling. I was like, yeah, but gambling's, gambling's always, always been, been a thing, thing before FanDuel. But now because it's so accessible my phone's ringing but now because it's so accessible and anyone can gamble you gotta think about it this, these are the same people the same people that gamble get tight are the same people that be tight during fantasy football season dm players tweet players all of that bullshit which is top of the line corny like it's just corny behavior i don't think there's anything wrong being like damn i just needed two more rebounds and just saying something like that, like, bla- like, 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 what's if you the tweeted it, maybe blandly. Sure, cool. 
Um, don't DM players. Like, but that's like, so weird. Also, like, yeah, or even at them, be like, or being like, this is what I think is whack. Like, if you're like, damn, come on, at Kyrie Irving, I just needed two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what that's I mean? That's weird. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, okay, you might have friends on your Twitter that gamble too, so then you just so you might it, you might have been like, damn, just, at Kyrie Irving missed my parlay by this much. Maybe that's not not as even bad. that. I don't like. Oh, I wouldn't. Do I, would it. Just, I wouldn't do any of. I it, would just. Honestly, I but. just think it's only acceptable to just be like, fuck, man, like miss my parlay by miss two. my parlay two more points and three more rebounds. Fuck hashtag gambling Twitter. Some shit like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> a marketer, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, yo, cut the check. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Yeah, that whole thing is I, I I'm in total agreement with him as well. It's it's these fans that they care less about the game and more about these parlays and this gambling. And like you said, it's always been a thing. But we always knew about gambling. We wasn't gambling until FanDuel was like exactly. on our phones like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now a bunch of our For friends. For a long do time it. it was just like, yo, in my mind, it's like the only place you could ever gamble on anything is if you go to Vegas and you in the casino living that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, like, you exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. And and this is also the season that I've said to you a lot of times early in the season. We've seen a lot of weird shit. I've seen a lot of bad refing. Shout out to Fred Van Vliet that called out the bad refs. Um he did not I, hold back. I, you've honestly you've been monitoring the refing and what's going because on and the shift in it from, gambling yeah, from gambling since last year, last season mm. when we got fans back, refs back. Well, refs been there, but like you know what I'm saying, like yeah, yeah. the fans the back. When things started just getting the ball rolling again, you yeah. started analyzing that, and you would always point it out. And I would be like, "Word, laugh a lot, la, 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 conspiracy, like in a conspiracy way." But like now, it's like. Nah, bro, like... There's some blatant shit going on, There's bro. some blatant shit going on. These refs are gambling or no people or gambling. No people, and yeah. they have certain things at stake. Because and everybody it's way can more do accessible, it now. Yeah. And it is what it is. And they're going to dictate these games. And Fred Van Vliet's one that called them out. And you know, it's funny. That same ref was on the uh, ref for... The Knicks versus Kings game mm. after that. And there was some shit. And Julius Randle, someone mentioned it on commentary. But then after, Julius Randle mentioned it too and brought up the same fucking guy. Mm. So who knows? Refs need to be investigated. Refs need to get Bro, benched. what's they the dude? He got They got text. a whole documentary on Netflix about the one, the infamous ref. Donahue? Donahue. And he literally... Something. It's Donahue, I think. But he literally referenced and admitted that they had agreement against the uh, amongst amongst the referees that we're gonna fucking give Allen Iverson a hard time every time he fucking plays. Mm. We're gonna call whatever the fuck we want to call against where he every time he goes like that, we're gonna double dribble call on him because we know that he likes to drive this way and he does this little move and it's and we're always gonna call a double dribble on it. Like there was Literally, it was blatant. What's the word like targeting yeah. of fucking AI? Yeah, and that was happening then. Yep. Imagine now, <laughs> crazy. So we agree with Kyrie there, hundred percent facts. Uh, if you gambling, gamble safely, man. Uh, I bet you, if the refs could, they would fucking be popping shit to these players. Like, yo, fucking. 
Get twenty five, bro. This weird or, shit. Wasn't or, there I like? Hope you miss. <laughs> wasn't there like a, a a crazy like what was it? A twenty point comeback in like three minutes. There was like a Raptors game earlier this season it against was, the Raptors. Someone was, against the Raptors. It was either against, but I know it was a Raptors oh. game. But it was like a team came back from down like twenty five in like three minutes. It was some ridiculous some shit. shit like that. And I was like, yo, did any of y'all see that game? Because I didn't see it. But like I believe a room posted it. I, the little highlights. And right? I was like, I need to see these highlights. I need to see was what the Charlotte? fuck happened. I don't remember. Against bro. the Raptors? I don't remember. Or the Rockets, I feel like, against the Raptors. Yeah. Something's going on with these refs. And I agree but with Con- it's, it's, Kyrie. It's shaky. As well. I've seen shaky shit a lot this season. Just weird shit. Uh in terms of not like player prop type shit, because who you know, but in terms of like spreads, spreads, yep, and keeping the game close or just huge reversals of momentum mm. in these games. Uh, it was, I believe, it was the Raptors and the Bucks, maybe. The Raptors came back on the Bucks, maybe. But what about there's the Mavs Knicks game? There's there's been like crazy ones this yeah. season. That specifically to this season. So, bro, I it. the Knicks, though, I swear, bro, we never get calls. We never get calls. They definitely got something against the Knicks, too. I swear. I swear these refs just act like they don't see what the fuck's going on when it comes to us, bro. I don't watch enough of y'all. I know, I know. I'm just but. venting. Angry Knicks fan. But we we all right. We're going to be in the playoffs this year. Yeah, it was Raptors Bucks. Raptors Bucks? Yep. <sighs> Raptors came back. Wow. I don't know how much they came Fred back. Van Vliet wasn't complaining then. <laughs> you feel me? Shut up. I love Fred Van Vliet. I love him I too. Know, that's a funny shit. It's my boy. Nah, but, uh, they were down 14 with a minute and 10 left. What? And forced overtime. That's crazy. But it was worse because that's just the point part they're showing. At about three minutes left, they were down probably like 20 or some shit. <sighs> it just won't go back that far. Crazy. Yeah. So, shaky shit. Gamble. Don't be a weirdo. Don't fucking go to the game and heckle fucking players because you got a parlay that's fucking 17 legs and you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, with that, that's all I got. Hey. Anything else? Um. No. That's that's really it too. Um. Damn. Music wise, shout out to everybody in the in the music business. My boy Don Tolliver dropped some fire, some heat. Just wanted to say that. Um, other than that, top season. Top feel season. me? <laughs> you, know. you know, it was short lived, but it was a good it was a good moment in time. Yeah. Uh, but all right, well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thanks. I'm working genius. Faking on moves. And Make sure uh, you like, comment, subscribe. Tell join the friend, Discord. Tell a friend to do that. Join the Discord. Tell a friend to do that. Uh, look out Bro, for the streams. Streams coming ASAP. Yes, sir. A lot of things in the works. Don't worry. Don't yes, worry. Sir. We never going to stop. Even if you don't see us for a little bit, we just we still working. We just on break. So shout out to all my family out there. Facts. Facts. Love, peace, all that. Peace.